warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching, where we help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I am storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me this week is... Hi, my name's Rob, and I'm a Key Stage 2 teacher currently working in Year 4, and I've had the chance and the opportunity to work in Key Stage 1 and Foundation as well. And today we are exploring learning outcomes in art and physical education with the legend of the founding of Rome. You can listen to the story by downloading our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for Romulus and Remus. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an epic educator, you'll also get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by the dramatically adept Dave Hingley, as well as the full audiobook for you to download at any time, read by the ever-enchanting Erica Sanderson, and even some tips for telling the story yourself. Right now, though, let's spend one more day with Romulus and Remus and Rob, a fantastic alliterative threesome we have here. <laughs> we're going to uh, explore a couple of different foundations subjects um, with the younger years, ages four up till seven. Um, you thought about focusing on art, am I right? Yes, I think that an art project for the whole class would be fantastic for this, looking at uh, Tiberius, who's the the river god in the story, and thinking about how you could create an image of this Tiberius. So you'd mm. have to think about what the god looks like, thinking about, because it's a, a, a water god in effect, what kind of colours are you going to use? Mm. And then I would give my class and I'd say, okay, we're going to use mixed materials. You can choose what we're going to use to create this image of the, a water god and what kind of uh, it's, got, it's got to be large scale, but are we all going to work on individual bits or are we going to work cooperatively uh -huh. as a team to to all paint one part and then use textiles to create another part and things like that? Mm -hmm. So I think it would that would be a really striking piece of art. Very much. And you're um, starting to pull in different areas there. So you've got the science and DT aspect with the, the materials. I suppose there's a, a little bit of the history as well. If you explore some of the other ways that Tiberius has been represented in the past, the, the various statues of him on the, the sides of buildings as well. And of course, decoding a text, having a look at it and trying to, to work out it would Tiberius look like being a river god. Yeah, yeah. So many elements. That's why that's why I love doing these. All the stories have got great ideas which we can tie into different parts of the curriculum mm. all across. And it shows that, yeah, art is not just a, a, a sideline subject. It's something that really gets children excited in exploring the world around them. And that's how they learn. That's how they develop the, the tools that are going to help them to become amazing and successful human beings. Definitely. I think that the ability to create and express is such a key one that mm. sometimes gets overlooked. But I think it's definitely something that deserves to be developed as much as possible well on the topic of expression then for ages 7 to 11 you were going to be looking at um physical expressions or, or physical education yeah yes yeah. i know that sometimes teaching dance can be a bit tricky mm. but if you've got a, a story to link it to then it becomes a whole lot easier because you can think about 
the kind of movements that you're going to make and how you're going to express how different parts of the story are being shown and how different characters are moving or feeling and how you can show that without saying I'm feeling really hungry because I'm a wolf what mm. how can you show that in a in a, a dance move without using your voice and then everybody's everybody's way of doing it is going to be different you're not going to mm. have two groups or two children or you may have two groups and two children who do it the same way but there are going to be differences and I think part of uh, looking at dance is appreciating the fact or any part of PE really is thinking about everyone's going to do things slightly differently mm-hmm. is one way better than the other and then being able as well to express an opinion about what you've seen so as an audience member appreciating what you've seen and then yeah taking on board what you are told as well so it's a good way to how to develop opinions and how to mm-hmm. receive compliments and constructive criticism and how you can use that to develop and improve your work yeah as you definitely. go definitely there's there's all sorts there there's appreciating diversity there's observation skills both in creating your dance and then watching other um, dances going on there's the uh, interpretation so how are you actually going to physically create something that maybe you can't because you, you know you're you're not a wolf or you're not a river um you know how are you going to represent things how can you see what others are doing there's the critical thinking side and being able to express your opinions in ways that is not hurtful as well in ways that are going to encourage and maybe show that it's a sharing exercise you know we all learn from each other absolutely We're, you've covered it all again there say succinctly <laughs> sorry um, i'll try and stop doing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I, I would look at how you could how you could build up this story so you might look at it over four or five weeks and say today we're going to create a dance or a series of dance moves for the beginning of the story yeah get your class to work on it in groups and then build the story up as you go mm. so at the end of the second week you say okay we're going to put together the routine that we had from last week with the routine for this week so you're continuing to tell the story and again like we said uh, a couple of days ago with maps and being able to pinpoint where you are in the story mm. if you can do it with movement with dance then the children will be able to say, oh this is the part of the story when looper found the two boys in a basket Mm-hmm. And then they they know all about that part of the story because they've, ex- they've almost experienced it themselves by recreating it. Yeah, and I, I I think dance can also be a really safe way to explore some of the more violent aspects of stories as well because there's a lot of fighting that takes place in this story. There's kidnapping. There, I mean, it doesn't specifically say it in the version that we've got here, but Amulius is killed in the end, and he is threatening to kill others. So th- it, there is some very violent um, language that that could be used, and some very violent action. Um, but being able to put it into a dance is a way of showing how that element can be controlled, I guess, and you can explore it in a, a safe and controlled manner, which kind of honours the fact that it's there, but doesn't let it get to the point where it could maybe be dangerous or um, boisterous or harmful. 
it's a good health and safety disclaimer there. Really. Yes. <laughs> no children hurt in the, in the fighting, please. <laughs> Which, you know, I suppose that's one of the big morals of the story as well, isn't it? You know, that the, the, the health and safety concern of stop and think before you go yeah. <laughs> and do something. Like turn and just throw your spear at your brother <laughs> running across a wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we have time for today, folks, and indeed for Romulus and Remus. If you try out any of these ideas, or if you'd like us to help you teach a topic you are soon to cover with your young learners, please let us know on social media using at teachhappily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please do also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world, so children everywhere can enjoy effective and lifelong learning. We'll be back next week with a brand new story to help you and your young learners explore the meaning of Easter. Right now, though, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. soon.